I speak to you all on this Ascension Sunday. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Happy Mother's Day. We should say that more often. Uh, we don't honor our mothers as much as we should. Uh, I fear that every day is Mother's Day. A mother's work is never done, and we don't honor them as much as we ought to. Uh, Last night, uh, my wife and younger daughter went to Orangeburg to see uh, Boo's mom, and today uh, we will all be able to go to Fort Mill to see my mom. And uh, it's good on Mother's Day to try to uh, reach out to your mom and tell her how much you appreciate all uh, that she has done, is doing, will do for you. A mother's work is uh, never done. And I think most of us, uh, not all of us all the time, we all fall short, but we try to, uh, to go to our moms. We try to go. And sometimes going is a visit. Sometimes going to your mom is a phone call, a note, some flowers. Sometimes going to your mom, the best you can do is just think about her and maybe say a little prayer for you in the busyness of life. But we, we honor our mothers. We honor our parents when we go to them, when we go to be where they are. Um, there's a special role that parents uh, play, and today uh, we celebrate mothers, and it is a good thing. Uh, one of my favorite stories about mothers and fathers and their roles, uh, I was uh, saying I was going to tell this story, and my wife and my younger daughter Mims last night uh, made it real clear. They said, Dad, you've told that story at St. John's a lot of times. And I said, okay, I won't tell it. I'll do something else. And they both said, no, 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 it's okay to tell it. It's a good enough story to tell more than once. And uh, I didn't want to tell them if I'd forgotten, I'd told it. Probably at least some of y'all have forgotten I've told it as well. But it's my very favorite story about moms and dads and the role of moms and dads. Uh, Mims, our younger daughter, was about four years old. And... Uh, I don't know if it was a Saturday or summertime or whatever, but Mims and her friend Maya, who lived across the street, were in the backyard playing. And they were, uh, it was beautiful. They had on short pants and t-shirts and they were barefooted and dirty and had popsicle on their mouth. It was one of those great moments. And, uh, and, and, and Boo and Maddie were away. I don't know where they were. But Mims and Maya came tromping in the back, uh, opened the sliding glass door and came in uh, needing something. And, uh, and Mims asked the question uh, that all children ask of dads. It is the ultimate question that fathers are called to answer, and that is, where's mom? <laughs> and I said, she's not here. She's gone for a little bit. And Mims just disgustedly breathed out, rolled her eyes, and shook her head as only women can do. <laughs> and just said, <clears throat> at which point Maya said, ask your dad. And Mim said, I can't ask my dad, I have to ask my mom. Now, I knew they were getting ready to get permission, to try, or try to get permission to do something that was right on the edge. And, and Mims knew that that was a mom question, not a dad question. And so Maya said, ask your dad. And Mims said, I can't ask my dad. At which point, Maya said to Mims, isn't your dad the boss of this house? <laughs> And Mims thought about it. You could see the little four-year-old wheels turning in her head. She thought about it, and it was great. They had, I was out of the picture at this point. I had disappeared to them. They were just having this big, high-level discussion. And I was just watching, eavesdropping. 
And, and Mims thought about it. And I said, isn't your dad the boss of this house? And Mims said, no. No. She said it twice. <laughs> no. My dad is the boss of this family. My mom is the boss of this house. <laughs> and I thought to myself, I've done premarital counseling for 20 years with 20, 25-year-olds and tried to explain to them the role of men and women and what it means to be called into spiritual partnership and spiritual headship as the male and the female. And, and you can't explain it to them and you can't get it. And yet my four-year-old had it right there. Squared away. Dad is the boss of the family. Mom is the boss of the house. So uh, happy day to all the bosses of the houses. <laughs> Today, here at St. John's, we celebrate the Feast of the Ascension. The day where we remember that Christ ascended into heaven after his resurrection. And I think it most appropriate... <coughs> that we celebrate the Feast of the Ascension on Mother's Day, on that day when we are called to remember our mothers, to go to our mothers, to return home in whatever way we can, you know, not necessarily geographically. We celebrate the day that Jesus returned to the Father, that he went back into heaven to be with the Father. It is one of the principal feasts of the church year. We have these big days in the church year that mark where we are and what we're doing, just like we have them in our own lives. We, we remember birthdays and anniversaries and graduations, and we have these markers that mark our lives, and we have the same sort of markers in the church year. We have Christmas. We have uh, Epiphany, where, where, where Jesus revealed himself to the world. We have Easter, Ascension. Next week, we celebrate Pentecost when the Holy Spirit came into God's people, the disciples, after Jesus had ascended. But today is the day of ascension, and it is appropriate that we celebrate that on the same day as Mother's Day. I thought that was kind of a neat little thing that God did for us. But anyway, ascension happens 40 days after Easter. It marks the 40 days that Christ appeared to his disciples and to people uh, it's, it's a Thursday, but we move it to the, to the Sunday um, because, uh, because uh, it, it's hard to get folks out on a Thursday night. <laughs> Maybe if we had a better boss of the house, we could do that. <laughs> but we, we, we celebrate the Ascension for just a few reasons I want to share with you now. Uh, number one, Jesus had to return to the Father. He had finished his earthly work, his earthly ministry. He had been born and taken on human flesh, fully man, fully God at the same time. Hard to wrap our heads around that. He had lived the perfect life that we can't live. He had died on the cross. He had been raised from the dead. He had finished his earthly work. And so he had to return to the Father. Jesus had to ascend so that he can sit on the throne of judgment with the Father to intercede for us. See, he's seated there pleading, not our case, because our case is unpleadable. I'm not sure if that's a word. It should be a legal word, unpleadable. You have nothing to plead. But to plead his case for us, to say, I did this and they are with me. They are part of uh, my family and we are part of your family. He pleads his case for us. He also had to ascend so that the Holy Spirit could come into the world in order to send the Holy Spirit with the Father, which we celebrate 
every Sunday, but we celebrate it most powerfully next week on Pentecost. And then finally, he had to return to the Father to ascend in order that he could come again to bring forth the fullness of God's kingdom in the world at his second coming. Friends, Jesus ascended to the Father to do that which only he can do, that which we cannot do. He returned to his Father to make his plea on our behalf, to plead his case, to say, I have paid the price for their sins and they are with me. I think it most appropriate that Ascension Sunday falls on Mother's Day. On this day when we honor and return home, in some cases, to give praise, Jesus returns home to his heavenly home with the Father and with the Holy Spirit, co-equal, co-eternal throughout time. You'll remember Jesus' prayer. Uh, he prayed. He said, Father, I pray that they all may be one just as you and I are one. I pray that they all may be one just as you and I are one. Friends, apart from Christ's work on the cross, apart from the Holy Spirit moving, we have no shot at oneness. No shot at oneness with God. No shot at oneness with each other. But Christ's desire, the Father's desire, the Spirit's desire is that we too might be one with each other and we might be one with the Father, with Him who made us and loves us and sent His Son, Jesus Christ, into the world to do that which we cannot do. Beloved of God, Jesus returned to the Father to plead His case on our behalf to pay the price that we cannot pay in order that we might be one with Him, in order that we might be one with the Father, in order that we might be with our eternal family. Jesus did that which we cannot do in order that we might be one with each other and in order that we might be one with God in our eternal home. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen.